gentlemen, to another episode of Under the Influence. Yes, sir, this is episode 79. 79. <laughs> the is a lot closer. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it 20 more like weeks. It is, 20 more weeks. <laughs> As always, I'm Big And I'm that guy, PM. We are back for another week of your viewing and listening pleasure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you doing, my brother? Shit, I'm all right. Man. I'm a little tired, but I'm here. All right, too. So I'm being off. I might get caught a nap this week. <laughs> and I didn't. Yeah, we, so, are, we switched roles. <laughs> this, this, this. Usually I take my little old man nap about 8, 8.30. Yeah. We switched roles this time. It's all, it's all good. We're going to plug it right on out. Hell yeah. And get it handled. Uh, kick it off for uh, R.P. Mellow Lane. Yes, sir. I had that, too. Yeah, did it 85. 85. Uh, seemed like it was natural causes. Is that what they're saying? He said he died at home with his wife and his two sons. That's what's up. Uh, I didn't realize it, but that makes sense that that's kind of when he disappeared out of the public eye. He had had a stroke back in like 2002. Because mm. his show was going on and then it just stopped. Judge Mills Lynch, yeah. yeah. He had, had a stroke because I, I just thought he just stopped, but he had a stroke in like 2000, 2002. And you know, it was just, you know, just yeah, your body. Yeah, rehabbing after that ain't the same as rehabbing after an injury. Yeah, and it did him pretty bad. And they just said, I was reading the thing, they said he just started taking the time for the worst a couple weeks ago. And it just kind of, you know. It's just crazy, man. And I mean, 85, he lived his life. Yeah. And he lived a good one, too. Did all types of cool shit. Yeah, yeah. They had uh, Mike Tyson and his son uh, talking about him. Uh, Mills Lane's son? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, uh, Mike Tyson, Tyson and, and, and his okay. son. They were talking about uh, Judge Mills Lane. Yeah, so, man, you know. And like I said, man, I don't be, uh, I don't be real fucked up when, like, it's old people that done yeah. checked out, especially after they, like, live. Because that's what you, death yeah. is inevitable. Yeah, you can't you escape know. it. You just, just kind of hope you did a, did enough. Had a good experience. Yeah. Or a good enough experience. Yeah. It seemed like you did, so. Hell yeah. Some peace, Mills Lane. Uh, yeah, I got so, one. What's that? Uh, Christy Alley. Yes, I forgot to write that down. She, she was uh, cancer. Cancer. She was 71. Yeah, she been battling cancer. Hell yeah. Yeah, Christy Alley. She, uh, that was, you know, Cheers was one of my favorite shows. Really. Cheers was a good, uh, that was a good show. A lot yeah. of them blew up from that. Yeah. A lot of them, just Ted Dance, yeah, did his thing. Yeah. Then, well, he married Whoopi Goldberg, right? Or was that just some bullshit? Uh, I know, I think he did. Okay. I don't think they stayed married. But, but they, they at one point did get married. Yeah. Because that was that movie with him and her, and then who else was in it? Will Smith? You know, I don't remember, but I remember the movie. Because they it was, was like a cowboy car salesman or some shit. And he was supposed to be her daughter's father. Yeah. And I think Will Smith was the daughter's boyfriend. I think, I think he might be right. I think. I'm not sure. I ain't seen the movie. In I remember, remember the movie, though. What was the name of it? <laughs> I just remember we had it on uh, when I was a kid. My mom used to like she had a nice selection of VHS. Yeah, so she had this big, like a tall, like probably like a five foot tall cabinet where it opens up both sides and it was a glass door. A okay, big glass door, and so you can see them through the door. And she okay. always she kept a mean VHS thing, and that was one of them. <laughs> I feel you. And she was always in like. 
weirder, deeper movie. That's why I be knowing shit like that movie I've seen about Zebra, like Michael Rappaport's first movie. Yeah. Shit. She would have that type of shit. <laughs> Fear of a Black Hat. You ever seen that? Not too many people know about that. No. That's why when you said that, I was like, yeah, I know about that. <laughs> yeah, I know about Fear of a Black Hat. That's one of my other favorite movies. That's hilarious. <laughs> Seven, eight years old watching that shit with her, nigga. Hey, I was too. Dying hysterically. That's why I like movies the way I do. That's it. Yeah. But everybody from Cheers. Wasn't Frazier from Cheers? Was it Kelsey Grammer? Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, shit. He was, he's Beast. He was Frazier. Yeah. Um, So he even took his shit, moved it to the West Coast. They lived in Seattle when that show was going on. Yeah. So. And then, you know, he put his motherfucking producer hat on. Yeah. Because he produced Girlfriends and a bunch of other shit. A lot of shit. I forgot he produced Girlfriend. Yeah. Right. He was that, yeah. Um, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Yup. He yeah. blew the fuck up. That's my guy. He blew the fuck up. That's my guy. I was watching uh, Who's Podcast with Joe Rogan. Uh-huh. And they was talking about Woody Harrelson. And he was saying, like, how he's a. Uh, like. The, the, like, just the, the type of nigga that just lives off the land and shit. Like, you yeah. know. He don't really give a fuck about the money. Of course, he makes it and he has it. But they said, man, that nigga, he said, man, you won't have a clue where that nigga's at. He said, there's only like one person knows how to get in touch with him. He <laughs> said, that he'll just show up and do a movie and scurry on back out to the wilderness. <laughs> you know, his daddy was a, a real killer. killer. Yeah, that shit crazy. Yeah, serial killer. Man, he played the serial killer. Mm, that's a good one. Even our girl, Reba Perlman. Yeah. Like, everybody except for like, the two fat dudes. Yeah. To the mailman and then, what was the other dude? Norm. Norm. I love that show, man. Always, that's my shit. That you night court. The people, bro. <laughs> night court. Yeah, there was some shit. Uh, we talked about, they, uh, they caught the nigga that killed Takeoff. Oh, you talking about uh, from Migos? No, no, no. I'm talking about uh, what's his name? DJ Patrick. DJ Pat, yep. Patrick Xavier Clark, thirty-three, has been charged with Tikov's murder. He's been arrested. Hey, that motherfucker trying to flee to Mexico, or did he make it? Yeah, did no, he, he, made he didn't it. make it. Okay, he trying to extradite it. Emergency passport. Emergency passport. That's what it was. Yeah, when they caught him, his shit was packed. He had large sums of cash. Somebody didn't help him out, right? Yeah. Not that I condone it. I'm just saying. You know, you're right there in Texas, so you wouldn't have far to go. But, yeah. Glad they caught that nigga, man. So. Him and the other dude was together. Yeah, the one that they thought did it. Yeah. The, uh, what's that nigga named? Norm? He's Norm. Look, Cam. (laughs) (laughs) He said said Norm. Yeah. Everybody knows his name. But it's not Norm. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, they, they, they just ended up charging him with having a pistol. Yeah. They said he had a pistol. He was there. He had a pistol. He, he fell. But uh, they said he pointed him out on the street. Like before they caught him. Before they called Pat. They said Lil' Cam allegedly pointed him out. I wouldn't doubt it. 
They say he took a ride with the Fed. Like, hey, yeah, yeah, he is right there. Yeah, that's the nigga. That's him. <laughs> so, nigga, then they went and bought him Domino's because that's what he wanted. Yeah. He wanted some Domino's pizza. Yeah. Got the wings and the little motherfucking uh, the cinnamon bread shit. Yeah, snitching. Mm-hmm. Snitcherino. <laughs> God damn, dog. Um, this is the uh, the update episode. The updates on some of the shit that we talked about that I know. I seen about. one. I hope it's the one I seen. I think it is. I got three or four of them. Okay. Uh, the first one is the uh, that man that punched that little Asian woman a hundred times on video. You remember that video? Oh, New York. Yeah, the black dude that just ran there and beat that little Asian woman. Was that the Bronx? I think so. Okay. <laughs> he was just sentenced to 17 and a half years for that. Okay. The penitentiary. She so, didn't die, did she? Uh, no, I don't think so. All right. Man sentenced to random video punching an early Asian woman more than 100 times and stomping on her body in Yonkers, New York. Yonkers, okay. Has been sentenced to more than 17.5 years. Tamal Esco, 42, pled guilty in September to assault in the first degree as a hate crime. And based and uh, based on his agreement with prosecutors, he mm. served 17 and a half years. Yeah, he ain't coming out until he's 59. Yeah. So she didn't die because it was just assault. So she All didn't. Right. So thank God she didn't die from that random ass, uh, brutal ass beating. That's cool. But uh, yeah, put that nigga under the jail. I remember that video watching that shit. That man just beat on that little old woman for. Like five minutes, bro. I don't give a cow. Who recorded it? Well, that was the, the regular uh, security camera. It was a security camera. All right. I can't remember if it was security or somebody standing there watching this shit. Mm-hmm. It was a security camera. That's crazy. It was a security camera. Yeah, there wasn't nobody just standing there watching that shit. Did they get him for a hate crime, too? Yeah, yeah. All right. Said, uh, first, for assault in the first degree. Assault in the first degree as a hate crime. All right. That's why he got so many years at it, huh? Yeah, the hate crime action. Then, uh, another update. Uh, the nigga that, remember the nigga that shot Lady Gaga's dog walker and kidnapped the dog? You remember that shit? Something. He just got sentenced to 21 years in prison. Jesus. He was already a felon? I think so. Uh, James Jackson, the man who shot and wounded Lady Gaga's dog walker and stole her French Bulldogs last year, took a plea deal and was sentenced to 21 years in prison just on Monday. He pled no contest to count attempted murder. Jackson and two others drove around the city of West Hollywood in February 2001 looking for French Bulldogs. Prosecutors said they found Lady Gaga's dog walker, Brian Fisker, with her three pets, Jackson shot Fisker during the robbery and took the two dogs. Lady Gaga offered a $500,000 reward, no questions asked, to be reunited with the dogs. The dogs were returned several days later by Jennifer McBride, who was also charged in the crime. Damn. Yeah. But no questions was asked. Questions got asked. <laughs> questions got answered. <laughs> so questions got asked and answered, baby. <laughs> Might as well, I got one more update. Might as well run through it. While we I think this is the one I was looking at. Hurts. I don't remember that there. You got an update too. 
there was for something I can't. Remember. I didn't. I didn't write it down. You remember when? Um, remember when Hertz had that glitch in their shit? It was uh, yeah, saying people stole the cars. I remember that. Instead of returning them, they uh, well, they just settled a class action lawsuit. They have to split up one hundred sixty-eight million dollars uh, to four hundred people. Ooh. How much? One hundred sixty-eight million to four hundred people. Whatever the math on that is, a lot of money. Yeah, uh, that's the four hundred people that sued. They they settled for one hundred sixty-eight million to be divided amongst them. Yeah, for, for that, Hertz settled a hundred sixty-eight million dollar payment to three hundred sixty-four customers. That's yeah, that's even more money. Yeah, so three hundred sixty-four uh, who were arrested because Hertz reported. Their cars is stolen when they weren't. Hurst claims it was a computer glitch. One of the members was a woman who ended up spending 30 days in jail because she couldn't afford to bond out and subsequently suffered a miscarriage during her incarceration. She should get the most. Yeah, she probably will. Shit. Incarceration, that's the word I was looking for. But yeah, $168 million to be split up over 300, 364 people. That's some, that's, that's some good money. That's, that's some real good money. I knew they was going to do that. It's not the same order that it was in earlier. Oh. Because it was a it was the updates one you was talking about before. I thought you was going to talk about it. Yeah, I didn't see it. That's on update crazy. <laughs> on update crazy on this one. I was looking at shit over when we talked about that shit. Yeah, because I was going to talk about it, but now I was like, hold up, we already had this. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think that's it for my, my updates. Yeah, because I ain't, I ain't going to be able to find this one. That's, that's it for my updates, though. Yeah. So, is it, you ever heard of this shit called jigging? Jigging? Mm-hmm. It's a dance, right? Uh, well, my, maybe I'm saying it wrong. It's either jigging, jigging or jugging. Okay. But it's uh, violent bank jugging robberies on the rise. This is what California police warn everybody about. It says uh, the uh, police are warning the public amid a spike in violent bank jugging robberies across Southern California as the holidays approach. It says bank jugging involves thieves staking out potential victims in bank parking lots and then following them to their next destination to rob them. <laughs> it says that popular shopping centers are prime areas with suspects yeah. searching for their next target. Yeah. Uh, uh, I never partake, partook in it because mm. that ain't my deal. I knew some niggas that would, uh, like, Watch motherfuckers going into the bank, coming out the bank with them, um, the blue money bags. Oh, for like the stores and uh, businesses Deposits and shit. And shit. Yeah. yeah. Got them the money bags. Yeah. Man. Motherfuckers don't be putting them in like other bags. They just be walking in there with them. And motherfuckers know what them is. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Especially when you got to, uh, like when I worked in the mall, sometimes I had to take that bag to like the little box mm-hmm. and you put it in the box and you make sure it go down there and shit. i tell you a funny story that I did uh, almost partake in but it didn't pan out and this is one of the times I realized this wasn't my cup of tea. Mm. 
Remember the ticket house used to be on like 30th and Kissing? Yeah, right next to the Zabs. I was going to wipe that woman down. That lady that, that left out of there with the money every two nights a week. Oh, okay. She lived out here. <laughs> and I had caught wind of it. And I had followed her from there to the crib like once or twice. Wow. To make sure and I knew where she was going. Yeah. And I figured out what day she brought the money out. And this and the third thing, and I'd never forget it, bro. This is when I figured out the shit wasn't for me. Shout out to this old nigga. I was across the street staking the shit out, like in the neighborhood. Yeah. Watching, nigga. And I see her get in the car and pull off. And as I'm getting ready to get in the car and pull off, the nigga came from over across the street and pulled up and was like, don't do it, youngster. Huh. He said, we own you. If I say they've been looking at you. I said, all right. And I pulled off and went the other way down Keystone. And I never tried no shit like that ever again in my life. <laughs> you didn't know so many other eyes watching me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm watching her. There was a motherfucker watching me. Hell yeah. Yeah. They was on it too. That's crazy. Yeah. And I said, it was at that point when I figured out that wasn't my shit. That wasn't my cup of tea, nigga. I'll leave that shit to the... To the real guys, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, I'm hey, a hustler, nigga. I ain't no robber, nigga. You know, you know what lane you belong in. Yeah, you tried it. Yeah, <laughs> you tried it. Yeah, like that old man with the uh, with the with the package thing. You seen that one? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you, you tried it. Yeah, you yeah. tried it. Put my he shit put down. My shit down. When he put that bomb in there. That, that, that sometimes explosive, nigga. No, no, no. He came out with the AK. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> when he turned around and ran, then he hopped off the porch, he had the pistol and shit. His homie left him. As soon as he walked out that goddamn gun, his homie left him. <laughs> he said, you, you, you tried it. You tried it. You put my shit down and get the fuck out of here. But they they say that customers seen purchasing luxury handbags and jewelry or people who own jewelry businesses are also being targeted. Yep. No man, this shit crazy. Listen, bro. man, on some real shit, bro. And see, I don't. I guess it just be motherfuckers that don't really be seeing the lower end of the world. Because, like, I fully understand the wolves is out. Yeah. And when you have acquired things in life and shit like that, bro, you have to be fully aware of the wolves. Nah, that's true. You got to pay attention to these niggas. They out there, bro. And this shit don't be nothing personal. They just realize you got some shit. And they want it. And they want it. So them ain't even like haters and shit you got to watch out for. These is complete strangers who just know that you got some shit. It's one of the reasons why I got cameras and shit all around this motherfucking shit, bro. got to. Yeah, I need to see you niggas and how y'all moving. It's terrible, dog. Because it's just... Whatever I got, I'm pretty sure niggas think I got way more. Hell yeah. It's how it always is. Shit. Motherfuckers don't even realize you get this motherfucker trying to figure life out. They just be looking at all the shit you acquire. Like this nigga getting to it. Yeah. And I might be, but nigga, you can't come right. here and take my shit. And but at the same time, they too busy watching you. They could be doing the same thing. That's, yeah. They could be doing the same thing. I told you, bro. Some motherfuckers just lazy. Told you, bro. That motherfucker for that motherfucker. And the thing about it was... I don't even, nigga, just young. I was just trying my hand to some other shit because I was already getting to it. Right. And in the other ways. I know what you mean. And, but a motherfucker, the, the, it, it just seemed so easy. Nigga, I knew this woman left that motherfucker with that shit too. That's what he gave Nigga, that man, that man, that, I'm glad that motherfucker, that's a road I never really, I never wanted to go down. Nigga, I was just experimenting. 
And that motherfucker, old, that old nigga, stop me in my tracks. Said, Don't do that, y'all. <laughs> we see you. I said, all right. Yeah. I'm going home. Yeah, you had to think about it like, that's the, that's the shake house. Yeah. They already knew that. Yeah. <laughs> so many people didn't try to probably already do that. I was laying on that motherfucker, too. I had been out there for the, I followed her on two different occasions. Like, just. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> different cars? Yeah. Okay. That's back when I had four or five cars. That's what I was getting to it. And that's what I'm saying. So yeah. they was really on you when you pulled up. Yeah. Oh. Oh, say. Say me old nigga. Yeah. yeah. At the time I had a black man, I was in that. I was in my, I just had a black ass 10 extreme, nigga. Black with tents <laughs> with black guts. And I was in that motherfucker chilling. That's, that's the one. And he pulled up like, nigga, uh uh-huh. See, that's when they called Herschel on you. It was like, Herschel? Yeah. Come on down here. We got a little, little young brother. Yeah. Like, well, hold on. Let's see if we can save him. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and the way he said it to me, I know he was holding on to a big ass gun. I knew it was, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know it was under the door. He's like, hey, listen, youngster. Don't do that now. We are honest. So I don't know what you're talking about. He said, ah. I said, all right. <laughs> and then he said, I said, but I don't know. He said, ah. And then he shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. We man. know. Yeah. We know. We came across this too many times, bro. We know. Speaking of old ears and youngsters and shit going wrong, and then that scenario shit went right. And this scenario shit went wrong. Uh-oh. Four South Carolina teens killed a man because he took away their cellular devices. He didn't like how they were using Instagram. What? Okay. The teens kicked and threw items at his door until he stepped out into the hall and they killed him. Execution style. Oh, they, they had blickies. Four teenagers are accused oh, of killing a South Carolina man execution style after he punished them for their Instagram use by taking their computers away, according to local reporters. He must be a guardian. Some. Three 14-year-olds and one 15-year-old hatched a plan to murder the victim, 38-year-old Larry Ingram Jr., on November 14th, after he reportedly punished two of them who are related to him by taking away their laptops. Uh. Investigators said, wow, investigators said Ingram was displeased with how the teens were using Instagram. The teens angry over the discipline allegedly lured Ingram to his death inside his Rock Hill home. Rock Hill Police Department detectives Erigo testified to film the two of according to the outlets. Yeah. Damn. They threw stuff at his door until he got mad enough to come outside and then they shot him in the back of his head. Hmm. That's sad. Yeah. That's sad. And see that? And, and that's teen violence, right? Uh, just, that's teen violence. You, you just talked about something like that last week. Yep. And see that shit, shit like that, make me understand how we always say, like, where the OGs at and shit. Yeah. Nigga, that's where the OGs are. Nigga, leaving these young niggas the fuck alone because they fucked up. Our people. Yeah. No, that's the truth, though, man. I, I deal with it all the time. I rant and rave about it all the time. You know what I mean? Like, who the fuck wants to get in somebody's car and eat? You getting in, in a complete stranger's car. Why the fuck you want to eat? <laughs> you know what I mean? Man, saying? these kids are just stupid, bro. Like, my son, the other day, 
I meet his older sister at like a gas station by their school on days that she has to work. Mm-hmm. And she'll get there, round everybody up from school because they had schools across the street from each other. And then I'll meet her at the gas station, get everybody from her yeah. so she can go work. She's fat. So this particular day, she needs some gas in her car. So I pull up, I put gas in her car. We talking, me and the other kids out in the car. I go, my son's in the store. He said he went there to get something to drink. It's been a while. I'm like, man, why is this little nigga still in the store? I go in the store. The man in the store is accusing my son of stealing because my son had a bag of chips in his pocket from school. But it was an unopened bag of chips in his pocket. I said, son, why wouldn't you just leave that in the car? He was like, I didn't even think about it. I said, y'all fucking brains literally just don't work. So he was like, but I got it from school. I said, son, you think that man saw you walk in with that bag? Nope. I, I see it in your pocket. I said, what's the difference between you walking in saying that you brought it from school and me walking in and just putting a bag of chips in my pocket? He was like, none. It's exactly, son. <laughs> exactly. Now I had to go in this motherfucking man. He ain't still. He had the motherfuckers in there. I said, but man, we gotta go. I said, if you don't believe him, I'll pay for it. Right. I'll pay for some fictitious shit that didn't come out your store. But right. I said, but I'm his, I'm his dad, bro. I'm telling you, you had the shit. He's like, all right, man, go ahead. Damn. Yeah, he huddled, but how long was he in there? Because he didn't ask, like, did he say something like, hey, my dad's right outside? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. That's it wasn't like he was in there in, like, a long, long time. Just longer than what you, you, you was expecting. Yeah. That's what you're saying. It wasn't busy. So, like, whatever you did in that moment, we should have no more than three four minutes. Right. I put $25 of gas in my daughter's car, talked to her for a second. Talk to the other and kids he's still right they... now. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what we know about. Yeah, still be like, hey, my dad's right outside, man. Like, yeah. you can ask him. You know what I'm saying? That's kids, crazy, man. man. Fucking kids, little brains ain't the motherfucking wheels don't be turning. The bitches need some grease. <laughs> like I tell you, brother, chick told me, asked me, no, she's gonna get mad at me because I don't have a charger. Yeah, he told me that <laughs> and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? You mad at me for with? Because you wasn't responsible enough to charge your shit before you got in the car. Talking about when I get there, I, I can't. Uh, it's two, what, it's 2 30 in the morning. If you going somewhere, somebody know you're coming, they should be up waiting on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> they don't love you. Yeah, or they don't love you. <laughs> they don't love you. It's 2 30 in the morning, and you a I female. Know, <laughs> I know anytime, whether it be like a female that was coming to my home, or like, you know, I'm, my niece is known for. Popping up. Popping up over here or getting dropped off at the end of the club if she don't, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And, uh, I always think that I just leave the door unlocked because I'm liable to go to sleep and I hear that phone ring. So, right. hey, look, door's unlocked. If it is it, yeah, door's unlocked. Cause That's why I even told her, I said, you can't beat on the door. Well, I'm, then I'll wake everybody in the house up. Well, shit, you shouldn't be coming over. Yeah. <laughs> You want me to turn around and drop yeah. you back off? That's what we do, because I ain't got no charger in this bitch. <laughs> shit. Yeah. I ain't about to hold nobody's uh, shits no more. Fuck them people. Yeah, you get a ride, and you get a ride. You come accommodated. I ain't turning my music down. None of that shit. Fuck you. <laughs> I got one for you to go along with some horrible shit. I was going to put this in the fecal, but not really. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's just something to talk about. Because I, I feel this guy a little bit, maybe. 
school principal who killed himself at Disneyland. Jesus Christ. I saw that. Wanted to end toxic marriage. So he killed himself? There's more to it. I thought it was just about that, too. It says, uh, the California school principal who jumped to his death at Disneyland after leaving his chilling suicide note decided to end his life because of a toxic relationship with his abusive wife. Jesus this God. is what his daughter said in a shocking interview. Uh, this is a fucking name. Christopher Christensen. Okay. Yeah. This man said the motherfucker. Okay. from both names. Christopher Christensen. 51, who had been the principal of Huntington Beach, California Elementary School for 22 years, took the fatal leap Saturday, two days before he was due in court on child endangerment and battery charges. Oh, shit. You see what I'm saying? That's why I said, I don't know if he's a figure or not. It says, uh, the new interview with 26-year-old Brittany Christensen, one of his three children from a previous marriage, claimed his current wife, Marlena, or Marlena, have been the abusive partner and accused her of tearing up the family. It says, uh, Marlena has been very difficult in our family for about the last year, and we haven't had any contact with her. I just now, yeah, I just now started regaining contact with Chris over the last two weeks. Is his daughter talking? Hold on, I'm about to see. Yeah. Jesus, okay. Oh, they're implementing. No, no, she did say Chris. It says, I just now started, I just now regained contact with Chris over the last two weeks and it's been really great. He'd been trying to figure out how to leave her. In my opinion, it seems like this in mine was his way out of the relationship. It says, Christian pleaded not guilty to the child endangerment charges after November uh, 15th arrest and was released on a $10,000 bail. <sighs> Crazy, man. No. I never knock anybody for what they really got going on and shit. Right. I, I just don't see taking myself out just to answer to anything. No, nah, I don't either. That's why I said I don't think he's a fecal, but no, he's not it's, a fecal. it's something to talk about because just leave. Yeah. Just leave. And I understand the, and you know a lot of people deal with pressure differently and not to make it racy, but Black people like naturally deal with trauma and bullshit better because we're so we've been ingrained with it. Subject to it. Yeah. Everywhere we go is where it is. Because from what I hear, Jerry, what you just said was uh, the abusive wife. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, the child endangerment and them charges. He's a school principal. If he gets convicted, bro, that's his career. Yeah. So now you got a felony on your record, which mm-hmm. it probably is, and now you can no longer do what you've probably been doing your whole life because to get the principal status, he's been a teacher somewhere for years yeah. and he declined with the little teacher and a counselor, and, you know, all of that, the dean, all that so shit. So, what I'm hearing is life as he knew it was about to completely be over. Yeah. And most niggas just go figure it out. Somewhere else doing something else. That's what I was thinking. I won't say all because because it happens. No, it, no, it, no, it does, but it's not as we we just lost a friend right. not that long ago to suicide. Right, and it, it, I just still I don't see it as the answer for me. Right, like I said, I never sit around like shit on nobody for their choices because I don't. I, as long as you brain ain't wired that way, so I don't know what to 
As long, yeah, as long as you ain't selfish with it. You, you didn't take a whole bunch of people out. Yeah, that's just You know what I'm soft. saying? You took yourself out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, still, nothing, nothing I condone or possibly would do. But still, you know, people do what they do. Yeah. And this man told, they didn't say what he jumped off of. They just said he jumped to his death. Yeah. And in what? What did he jump off of at Disneyland? Roller coasters and shit or terrible rounds and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just ain't. Man, I can't see myself getting <laughs> up out of here, bro. Not like that. Not like that, no. I was a little too strong. I didn't shot stabbed, all that shit, car accidents, all that shit. I figured out a way to make it. No. I'm not taking myself out. Exactly. You know, um, what I seen was uh, uh, Mike Epps. Had a, it was on somebody's short. And he was talking about uh, problems mm-hmm. and having your problems. And he said, God told everybody, you know, take your problems and put them on the ground. And then, you know, go back, pick your problems up. And motherfucker went back, his problems weren't there. And he was like, well, what the fuck happened? Where are my problems? He said, oh, man, you, you got to pick up somebody else's problems. Because you put yours down, somebody picked yours up mm-hmm. because it, it was less than what you had. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, that's deep in the motherfuckers. And I was, what he's saying has always been my theory. I just, it was, yeah. he worded it a lot better than I did. So shout out to, <laughs> shout out to him. But my theory has always been, bro, somebody got it right. Like, somebody got it worse. worse. Yeah. Like you, like, you know, you say, like, it could always be worse. You no, know, it can. No, it can. It can. <laughs> it can. It can. It's up to you to do something about it. Yeah, like, bro, I've been through some. Some terrible shit in my life. A lot of it self-inflicted. Yeah. Shit situations that I brought on myself. Understood. Some of them that I didn't. Yeah, same with me. But it was but it, but it but it's been some bad shit. Yeah. I've been facing 30, 40 years in prison. I've been shot stabbed a bunch of times. I've did I've lost kids. I've done nigga like some crazy shit. Some right. shit that'll that'll you know should break a nigga. Had to break a lot of people. But bro, every time I see certain motherfuckers or Especially here in the last year or so that we do the pod. We talk about so much nonsense. Every time I'm having like a rough thing in my life, nigga, I like go back to some of these I stories do. and be like, Shh, ain't as bad as that. Nah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It helps me cope with life a lot better, mm-hmm. man. That's why I tell this shit is therapeutic, man, because, you know, I'm looking like shit. I know I'm in a, a shitty situation, mm-hmm. but it ain't that shitty. Ain't no flies. Around the motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? Caught in your head. Yeah. Me and my guy at the gym was laughing the other day because he's a uh, he stayed down the street from my first child's mother. Hmm. My first child's 18 years old now. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen this nigga since my daughter was like two. Oh shit! She moved. We wasn't like really friends. We were just neighbors. That's what you're saying. And we just kind of neighborhood associates when he was over there. Yeah. Well, he goes to my gym. Okay. And we then got like intertwined in the same workout circle. So now we've been really chopping it up and kicking it. But we was talking about like older days and older times, and I was laughing. He was like, "Yeah, nigga, I remember you used to pull that Chevy out." Hey, you got to have on all that jewelry and shit. Da, 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 da. I said, "Bro, you want to know something funny?" He said, what? I said, that's what I would do every time I was fucked up. He Uh said, what? I said, bro, when everything was good, I'd be in my under. I wouldn't have jewelry on. I'd be getting to it. Uh I said, bro, I'd have been done fucked the money up. And the way 
that I would figure out how to get my life back together. I would go to my closet. I would pick out the most expensive shit I had in my closet. I would put on thirty, forty thousand dollars of jewelry. I would go to the stores, get one of my cars on rims and shit, mm. and I would just ride and think. He was like, "Huh?" I said, "Bro, I don't know if it was kind of like me reminding myself that, that 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 I acquired all this shit, so I know what I'm doing, or me reminding myself I don't want to lose this shit." Right. So let me go out here and enjoy it while I got it. Or me just kind of because sometimes you get lost in yourself. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you just kind of remind myself who I am. I said, bro, and I would ride all day long. I said, by the time I put that car back in storage and went home and took off all that shit, I'd have a master plan and I'd execute that shit the next day. Right. I said, I'd be right back to the money. He said, hell no. I said, bro, I still do the shit like to this day, nigga. My jewelry hang up in the motherfucking thing, nigga. I just go put on some clothes, put on some jewelry, nigga. Ain't got to look. Going out. Dig that Rolex out that motherfucking safe, nigga. I put all that shit and just, nigga, remind myself who the fuck I am, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and ain't nothing wrong with that, man. You get, you get lost in day to day. All and, the time. And if you don't have, like, a point of reflection, bro, you can get lost and how bad shit actually is compared to how bad it could be. And you can end up stuck in the war with me syndrome. Yeah. And I've never wanted to be in the war with me syndrome. There you go. Well, I'm a goddamn problem solver. I think that's I'll what figure I'm saying. And that's why, you know, a lot of people be like, and you don't really realize it because you be in your own mood, your own mode. Mm-hmm. And then somebody will call you and be like, hey, man, we ain't heard from you in a couple mm-hmm. months. Oh, shit. For real? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I've been on my own shit. And it ain't that I'm mad at nobody. It's just shit. I got a lot of shit going on that I'm trying to maintain and balance. So I don't have a lot of time on my hands. You know what I mean? And then when you give somebody that time and you feel like, well, this shit ain't worth it. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no, it ain't no, 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 nothing against them. It's just like shit. I need to manage my time a little bit better. I know for me personally, I'm naturally an introvert. Mm hmm. I'm a yeah, ride wave up before me, nigga. And when he said it, nigga, I was like, nigga, that is me to the T. So he's a popular loner. That makes sense. I, nigga, I, I know every motherfucking body, and everybody know me, nigga, but I be by my motherfucking self. I pull up by myself, I leave by myself. I, always, <laughs> I, I don't ride with people because who the fuck knows when I'm going to leave, nigga. I, don't that makes me, sense. Yeah, don't call me Catherine for no reason, bro. I'll cover that motherfucker in the life of the party for 25 minutes and then fade out the back door. <laughs> like, Where'd you go? I'm like, I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> but because I'm like naturally an introvert, my natural, like uh, my, my, my default setting mm. is to not talk to anybody. Yeah. That's kind of how I am. I have to consciously make efforts to make sure I reach out to people and talk to people and yeah. make sure my loved ones know that, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. So, like you said, sometimes when I get too far in my own head because I got so much going on, I just kind of ref- go to my default settings. Yeah, you got to, man. And I'll look up. And like you said, I'll look up and be like, I ain't talked to niggas in months. And I'll sit down. Like, I'll make a conscious effort. Like, I'll just call motherfuckers that I actually love. Yeah. And just say, hi. How you doing? What you been up to? Yeah. You know, I ain't mad at you. I just been doing my shit. Yeah. And like you gotta I was, respect that. When I was younger, 
I never really made that effort. I just caught niggas when I caught them. Right. But now we getting older and motherfuckers is dying and Say shit. Not, like, yeah. So I always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did that. <laughs> yeah, he did that. <laughs> he did that. Stay at home? Yeah. That's the easiest job ever. Listen, bro. Motherfuckers losing their shit. Going crazy. Collectively, collectively, I've done almost six years of house arrest in my time. Understood. In life. Nigga, my home is like my favorite place to be. (laughs) If I could figure out how to like not leave this motherfucker still be able to maintain financially. Right. I would never be outside. I'd be pale as a vampire. I don't need to go out to do nothing. I just want to see some different shit from time to time. So I just go out for a drive, go I, to a different side of town. I call it getting lost. I know, yeah. yeah. I get lost for a minute, I find my way, and I come right the fuck back home. I, I, I used to do that, nigga, but now I hate driving because all my kids and wherever they got to be. Because I, I was telling my daughter that the other day because she was talking about like her GPS. She wanted me to buy her this... Uh, Holder for her cell phone. Okay. Because the old one that she had doesn't work in that new car that we got her. Understood. Because it, it used to go in cup holders, but in the new car, the cup holders are further back. And you can't so it uh, I see what you mean. And uh, I was telling her, she was talking about her GPS or GPS, and I just kind of laughed. And she was like, What you mean? What you laughing for? I said, Baby, when I started driving, and, and, and this was a thing, like after I started driving, like a couple years after I started driving, I said, If you Really, really needed to know where you was going. You went in the house. You got on MapQuest. Mm. You printed out directions. At least we had that. I said, I said, but majority of the time, niggas just got lost. <laughs> she said, what? I said, you know how many times I've been out of town? No map. No goddamn. No MapQuest. No GPS on the phone. Just in the world. You have to ask somebody and get the oral. Direction. Just in the world. <laughs> I remember one time, nigga, 17, 18 years old. So this is, like, niggas had cell phones, but this was, smartphones didn't. We didn't have smartphones, we just had cell phones. That's what I was explaining. I was explaining to my oldest daughter today, because I had sent her some pictures I had in my phone. Yeah. When she was real young, when she was younger. Hey, granny. Well, no, not even that. She would, uh, she asked... If, she, if, I, if I had, like, any more pictures of my phone, like, me and her, it's like a baby baby. Okay. Because, like, the, she was, like, three or four in the pictures I was sending her. And I said, I said, baby, you got to understand. I said, you were four. She was born in 04. I said, you were four years old when the first smartphone came out. Prior to that, them little flip phones and shit, them, them pictures wasn't shit. Unless you kept the SD card, they were lost. They were gone. Yeah. We didn't have a way to print them out. Nope. We didn't, nigga, none of that shit. <laughs> I said, I said. There was no cloud. 
I told her, I said, them master lab ass pictures your mama got hanging up in the house. I that's heard what that we, name. That's what we got. Master lab. Because you know what she was. I'm not just thinking yeah. that's what everybody's talking about. Master lab and, and prestige. One, yep. <laughs> she was one, two, three, nigga. We wanted pictures. We went to master lab. Yeah. So it's some pictures. It's like a picture in her mama's house right now. Like me holding her. She like like six months old. Like holding her. I said, baby, that's where them shits was. I said, some of these pictures here I got them. <laughs> Then, by the time the phones came out that we could do what we could do with now, you was four or five years old. Yeah, because they were about 09, 07, 08. Yeah. They came out in 08. Because I didn't get one until 2010, because I didn't, I was like, the fuck is this? Well, I never buy nothing new when it come out anyway. came out in 08, bro. I had spent like two bands. I had the first iPhone, and I had the first Android. It was called a Google G1. Mm. It was like a thousand dollars a piece. And I had bought both of them off of those cash. And it was 08. I had traded in my sidekicks. Yeah, that's what I, that's how I did mine. That's <laughs> how I, I did mine. And I got the, <laughs> I had a razor and a sidekick. I never have a razor. I, think I had the razor. I had the razor two actually because I always had the razor. I had the razor two, which had a little MP3 player on top. Whatever. Yeah. I traded in my razor two and my sidekick and got the iPhone and the Google G1. That's what's and, nigga, But that was. Like I was telling her, because there's pictures in the phone of me with my second oldest, like from like at the hospital, but she was born in 07. Mm. So I guess. Totally different. Yeah, three, that, four years yeah, of technology that, made, a, that big made a big difference. That made a big difference, yeah. I remember when I first seen that they had videos on the phone, I was like, oh, what is this? Remember the video things first came out, all you could take was like five second clips? Yeah. Five second videos, like, like. Every phone was basically Vine. You remember the, you remember the Vine app? <laughs> Do it for the Vine. Do it Do for it the Vine. vine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That shit was, that shit was wild. Hell yeah, yeah. With that being said, I'm pretty sure it's break time. Yes, it is. Man, we back. Yes, sir. We'll get it together. Um, I got one. Big fucking dummy over here. Oh. Georgia man gets himself arrested after asking why he was left off of the most wanted list. Damn, he wanted to be on it? <laughs> oh, excuse me. Rockville County Sheriff's Office posted a list of their most wanted violent offenders on social media. A few hours later, Christopher Spalding entered the comments section and asked, What about me? Oh, wow. The Sheriff's Office replied, to spot his comments saying, you are correct. You have two warrants. We're on the way. Spalding is currently being held on two charges of felony probation violation. Wow. <laughs> nigga. He trying to be funny. He trying to be funny, nigga. And really did some shit. Look, they legit, legit commented back. You are correct, sir. You are. <laughs> That's fucked up. This is in Georgia. And he has a real name on his uh, Facebook. Yeah, on his Facebook. Stupid motherfucker. He said, you're correct. And we're on the way. <laughs> it would lock this stupid ass up, nigga. <coughs> Excuse me. Big fucking idiot. That's one way of turning himself in. Yeah. Yeah, that's how, to get it. That's how you get it done. Man, I got a Popeye shutdown. Mm-hmm. It says, Popeye shuts down over video showing cockroaches on orders. Mm. This happened in a... Uh, disgusting. The city of Detroit. 
There's a Popeyes in Detroit closed for a thorough cleaning after a video surfaced online showing you cockroaches. You blow that shit up. You can't clean roaches. If they figured out that this is the food motherland, <laughs> nigga, they will never leave. <laughs> they will dig, they will burrow into the concrete to get to stay around. Oh, man. You so. know, burn that bitch to the ground, nigga. You'll <laughs> There's no thorough clean, and I never in my life go back to this motherfucker. I would never ever. <clears throat> but it says cockroaches crawling all over a number of to go orders. Oh my god! So it says a DoorDash driver it's waiting, yeah, waiting for waiting for an order to be completed at a Popeyes on the east side of Detroit. Says she noticed cockroaches crawling on several orders oh, and started recording. My god! She says in her two plus years of delivering food, she hadn't seen anything like it. She said it was just like all over the counter. All over the utensils and all over the bags oh. and things like that. It said, it said the driver who didn't want to be identified. She says uh, she immediately alerted the DoorDash customer who was supposed to receive that order and worked with him so he could get a refund. Hey, she's cool. Yeah, she's, she's all right. She said, hey, nigga, you don't want this shit. And she, talked, she said she also told the Popeye's workers about the bugs. I was definitely surprised. I was caught off guard. I was shocked. I was disgusted. I just couldn't believe that they were even open and working in these conditions. Oh my God. The DoorDash driver, uh, she, well, she posted her, her, her video on social media. And then, of course, it spread quickly because shit like that does. Yeah. But a uh, spokesperson with the Detroit Health Department said they received word about the video Friday and sent an inspector to, Popeye, to that Popeye's location Monday. The inspector found evidence of cockroaches. Of course. So the health department they says. Believe, <laughs> <laughs> it says the health department uh, says the restaurant's management made the decision to voluntarily close as soon as they learned of the video. It says uh, it's unclear when the location will reopen. They need to burn that bitch to the ground. <laughs> I told you, man, when this all said and done and the world blows up, the only thing that will be left around this bitch is cockroaches and Cockroach. bed bugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the motherfuckers is masterful at getting the fuck out the way. Hey, man. Nasty bitches. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let you know before, before I start getting into any of this shit. What happened? I know we... You know, the Florida man usually the highlight of this shit, right? Yeah. And I got some good Florida man. But for some reason, this week, Texas and Mississippi is wild. Oh, mine is California. Texas and Mississippi, wild. <laughs> just, just remember I told you. If you remember, if you remember I told you that one. I'll start the first one off. Texas lawyer caught on camera trying to shoot his ex-girlfriend at a bar as she was attended. She was waiting being the bartender. I think he came into the bar with the, with the pistol and tried to knock her ass off, nigga, in the middle of, like, the day, the, the, the night. <laughs> he said he didn't know where she was at. Gavin Rush, 41, is out on bond after he allegedly stormed into a bar with a gun around 11.30 a.m. Saturday and approached his ex, who was behind the bar. He pulled a small leather satchel, he put a small leather satchel on the table and asked if he could speak with her. When she said no, he drew the gun and pointed at her. Rush reportedly fired off multiple shots. No one was hit. Huh. The woman told police that Ru 
George had just learned that she was in a new relationship and had recently stopped answering his text messages. After he threatened to harm himself and her new partner, one of the customers said Rush tried to shoot himself in the head yeah. as they took him to the floor. But the man said he was able to keep Rush's finger off the trigger. He was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, family violence, with a deadly weapon and family violence and released on a $40,000 bond. But he's a lawyer. Crazy. Nigga, wild. They were wild. I was in Texas, nigga. Everything I got to say this week, nigga, they either in Texas or Mississippi. I was writing this shit down like, God damn. <laughs> the fuck is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, this one hits early before. Uh, he's from Florida, but this is what he wasn't a Florida man. Mm. Okay. So, uh, it's $1,300. $1, man arrested after stealing over $1,300 worth of toothbrushes. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why is that not a Florida man? He's from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't crazy enough, but he did it. Okay. He's from Marathon, Florida. Okay. 37-year-old man was arrested on Monday in Florida after authorities say he stole over $1,300 worth of toothbrushes from a Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> Deputies responded to the Walgreens store around 10.40 a.m. He was up and early. After employees and, and in-store witnesses said a man who officers later identified as Tracy J. Mofield, walked out of the store with six electric toothbrushes without paying. Six of them, that's $1,300. Damn, okay, he went for the gusto. Yeah, he went for the real diligence. His authorities located the man in the white Lexus, which he which then sped away. Uh, they then located the vehicle again where it stopped. When deputies confronted Mofield, they said he admitted to stealing toothbrushes before throwing them off. The Long Key Bridge. So he stole him and threw him away. I wouldn't admit it to shit. He said deputies then took Mofield to jail and charged him with larceny. I know it too, but he took my uh, my oldest daughter had got had braces. Uh -huh. And uh, we, the dentist recommended us to get these fuck, this fucking toothbrush for that was like a toothbrush slash water pick. Oh, what are you talking about? Cause like you know, it's hard to get back in there mm -hmm. flossing with the with the shit. And nigga, I think that the, I think the one that he recommended was like two fifty. And I ended up finding like that same one on Amazon, like a deal for like one seventy five. But I bought that motherfucker for it. So that nigga stole two of the six of them. <laughs> that's that's thirteen hundred dollars. <laughs> I thought that nigga stole thirteen hundred dollars worth of them like dollar boys, <laughs> the, 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 like the like four packs for three dollars, nigga. That that would have been hilarious. That's why. That's what I was thinking. If he just stole, that's that, why I think he had like you know the uh, the jogging pants where it, it, it ties down at the at the ankle. The joggers. Yeah, you put the motherfuckers I in there. This nigga had thirteen hundred. Yeah. Six dollar Colgate boys. You see when he said he had six electric brown like damn, that cost. Thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah. What the motherfucker is? I said the one I bought with my daughter was supposed to be two fifty. That's the one the dentist recommended. When the the dentist tried to sell it to me for two fifty, yeah, I you know I'm not that nigga, so I, I typed in that what he recommended, 
Motherfuckers jacking off, unprovoked, unprovoked attacks, attacks was so hard. and now we get motherfuckers biting the shit, and the and the child molesters are coming the out. Child, yeah, they're coming out. They're coming out. Defenders, nasty fucks. Um, Mark Curtis Wells was charged with felony mayhem after police say he bit a person nose off during an argument. Damn. Police officers responded to the complaint of an assault and arrived to find a victim with the. This with disfiguring face injury. <laughs> Officers learned an argument had ensued prior to the incident between Wells and the victim over a golf game. Wells intentionally fled the scene, but later turned himself in and was released on a fifty thousand dollar bond. Oh, okay. My man just snapped and said, "Fuck it, I'm biting your fucking nose off." Listen, bro. Hey, I gotta, I gotta. It's a follow-up story on that one. I got an older sister, right? I know she don't watch this by, so whatever. Got an older sister, right? And <laughs> she's got a husband, right? And when I say older, I mean, I mean, like, almost 20 years old. Like she's in her 50s. And she's got this husband. And he's a piece of shit, right? Like, Name's Matt. He's a I fuck Matt. Like, oh fucking. Like, I hope she don't watch this shit. If she do, yeah, fuck him. But uh, my niece Brittany, her husband is a fucking piece of shit, <laughs> and I always get tickled when they telling me about shit that he do yeah. to her because I'm like, he she just married her father. Like, dude acts just like my brother-in-law, I guess. Okay. But my niece's husband did some weird shit to her. My brother-in-law goes over there to try, you know, on his daddy shit. They get to tussling, and my niece's husband bit the tip of this nigga nose off. <laughs> bit that motherfucker out and spit it across the street. <laughs> They end up finding those. He goes and gets his soul back on. Nigga, a couple months later, he gets infected. Uh, nigga, and like, like it almost fell off. Nigga, he had to have like facial reconstruction surgery on his nose. Shit. Because this nigga bit his shit off. Oh. Uh, uh, I can't even imagine it. Bro, I wish. Uh, I don't know why. I don't still have that picture. You had a picture of it? Yeah, man, my sister sent me a picture <laughs> of that nigga nose bit off, bro. Nah, I don't want to see that. And 
I just don't have it no more. It's been so long. And we, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, send me a picture of that nigga nose, bitch. Smooth the fuck off. That's crazy. Yeah, they wild down there in Mississippi, though. But yeah, there's some nose biters, man. I got one. Funny part is, nope, there we go. Okay. Tell if they sewed it back on. Jesus. That was a sew back on, and that got infected. And went jet like jet black, and half his nose fell off after uh, that picture. Damn. Uh. Damn. You better get to Michael Jackson. Yeah. You know, 20 miles. You know what I'm saying? I got one for you. I call it the Good Samaritan. Officials say that a man admits to shooting strangers he believed were involved in prior criminal activity. <laughs> Yeah. This is in Mesa, Arizona. The police in Arizona arrested a 65-year-old man. They say they said he shot and killed a woman and injured her son in the parking lot of a store on Monday. Police said the suspect Kenneth Montgomery and the victims and the victims did not know each other. That around everybody's getting to work earlier on this one. Around 9:30 a.m. Monday. Police said that they were called by 27-year-old Albert Leota, which reported that him that he and yeah who reported that him and his mother, 61-year-old Antoinette Leota, had been shot in the parking lot of a Hobby Lobby store. Officials said Alberta Leota and his mother were in two separate vehicles parked next to each other when the shooting happened. Uh, Medic wow. took Antoinette Leota out of her vehicle, pronounced her dead. Albert Leota was taken to a hospital to be treated for gunshot wounds, and he suffered to both legs. So he might not be able to walk. Uh, they say Montgomery drove away before police arrived. Officers gathered information from the witnesses of the, about Montgomery and the description of his pickup truck. Uh, it says two hours later after the shooting, uh, said that the uh, officers found Montgomery reportedly climbing into the bed of a stranger's pickup truck at another location and arrested him. So I guess he's trying to hide. Officers then located Montgomery's truck where they said they found a bloody handgun on the dashboard. Why the fuck is his handgun bloody? This nigga's crazy. It says, uh, according to documents, Montgomery admitted to buying, a am buying ammunition shortly before the shooting. And then going to the parking lot where he sought out the two cars, where he sought out two cars he thought were involved in a prior criminal activity. He reportedly told investigators he parked his truck in front of the victim's vehicles and unloaded his gun, firing all the bullets he load that he had loaded in the gun. Uh, they had ten case shells found at the scene. Uh, it says when investigators asked if he intended to kill the victims, he reportedly said, "You goddamn right." Wow. <laughs> Why is that not a fecal? I didn't I thought he, I didn't read this. Oh shit. I thought this was a good Samaritan. You hear that? That is a <laughs> You are hardly wrong. That anybody Great would, story, but you are hardly wrong. Goddamn right. Anybody would have. Official said he did not feel guilty after deciding to shoot them earlier that morning, despite there being no connection between him himself and the two. He was booked in the Maricopa jail on previous on various charges, including second degree murder and aggravated assault. He's being held on one million dollar bond. 
Yeah, I did not know he. I, they, when they said this is how he admits to shooting strangers, he believed were involved in prior criminal activity. Damn right, I want to kill him. Yeah, and I hope they burn him to hell. But shit, I should have known he was going to be kind of fecalist. Look at him. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh shit, I thought at least did a good deed. No. And that's when I started reading, I was like, yeah, this, 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 that should have been fecal. That's an early morning fecal. Yeah. My bad, y'all, but you know. It's all good, man. We're all the way to Texas now. Oh shit. Texas woman accused of stabbing her boyfriend for not helping her with the bills. Okay. Cassandra Gutinez, 30 was arrested and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, a second-degree felony, a second-degree felony. Gutierrez and the 42-year-old victim had been dating for about a year. The couple returned to their apartment after drinking at a bar. Gutierrez became confrontational and accused the victim of not helping her with the bills. The confrontation escalated, and Gutierrez allegedly grabbed a kitchen knife and stabbed the man multiple times. The man was stabbed in his neck, back, right hand, left hand, and leg. Which leg? He just said leg. I was kind of wondering the same thing. I'm trying to see how she did it. She did the back. And then, Is it the back, his neck? His neck. and then Right hand? Right hand, left, left hand. That's what you need. Say that's what you need. I think she went to left leg. Probably, probably. <laughs> Her bonds were set at seventy five thousand dollars. Damn, she got crazy in her eyes, bro. Yeah, she yeah yeah. That's she sure. got crazy in her eyes. She looked uh, yeah. I can't even have sex with her. She she's probably, pretty, but she probably got a mean shot. As I said, she's pretty. They usually do. You know what I mean? But them yeah, bad, them bad, them bobo, bad, bad shit, bobo crazy, man. And they usually in possession of that heat. And that ain't banana cream pie. Nah. that's pumpernickel. <laughs> <laughs> that black bread with all that mystery mm-hmm. shit in it. Pumpernickel. <laughs> it might look good. Yeah. <laughs> Take a bite. She mean for a surprise. Yeah, you know, what the fuck is this? <laughs> That's crazy. What the fuck is this? Where we just come from? Texas? Uh yeah. Alright, let's go to Mississippi. We're going back to Mississippi. Back to Mississippi. Alright. Mississippi man charged with burning crosses to intimidate black neighbors. <laughs> he played guilty of hate crimes. I wonder if he played that music too. <laughs> Alex Cox, 24, admitted to violating the Fair Housing Act when he used threatening and racially derogatory remarks to a black family and burned a cross to intimidate them in December 2020. Ah. Cox admitted that he assembled that he assembled the wooden cross in his front yard where his neighbors could see with the materials from his house. Cox then doused, doused the cross in motor oil ah. and lit it on fire. Cox admitted that he burned the cross because of the race of his next-door neighbors. Cox sentencing is scheduled for March, 2000, March 2nd, 2023. He faces up to 10 years in prison and a fine of up to $250,000. Damn. 
That's crazy. He painted. He painted the cross black. No, no, he, he covered yeah, it. Motor, yeah, he painted it black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then burnt it up. Then burnt it up, and, and said a bunch of crazy. I shouldn't be listening to that, but yeah. I, I kind of want to hear it. It's like, oh, that's kind of going to be funny. Like, <laughs> and that racism so rough sometimes you just got to laugh. You got to laugh at it, man. Like, who the fuck came up with this? Like, yeah. It's, it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad, but it's so funny. We're going back to Texas? We're going back to Texas. Oh, shit. Texas woman arrested after This one's called Texas to Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Texas woman arrested after allegedly dropping off 50 pounds of human shit at the police station. How much? 50 pounds of human shit at the police station. Go ahead. I don't want <laughs> I hear why she... What? Of shit? Yes. The shit shit? Boo-boo, nigga. <laughs> Dookie. Fecal, nigga. <laughs> An officer at the police department noticed someone putting something outside. Someone putting something outside the police station at 4.30 p.m. The officer went outside and found five five-gallon buckets of what appeared to be human waste. A woman in an all-white hazmat suit oh. with a yellow mask on was walking back to her vehicle <clears throat> when asked what she was doing, the woman told the officer that the buckets were human waste and she was dropping them off. She then got in her vehicle and drove away. This <laughs> <laughs> is not my problem no more. <laughs> I did the right thing. <laughs> Had my hazmat suit. <laughs> I know, I know where, I know where she got. Go ahead, I know where she got the boo boo from. <laughs> Officers recognized the woman as the assistant fire chief's wife. Okay, the That's woman weird. called the city administrator and refused. The woman called the city administrator and refused to pick the buckets up, saying it was no longer her problem. She was charged with illegal dumping and released on a two thousand dollar bond. <laughs> I know where she got the buckets and shit from. Where they come from? Remember that nigga up in Canada that was bombing motherfuckers in Toronto, <laughs> Toronto University. <laughs> she was holding for him. That's he was coming down making them trips so he could go back up there and, and blast motherfuckers with the, the with the with the shit bucket. <laughs> this motherfucker legit told the people this ain't my problem it's your problem it's your problem deal with it I dropped that shit off literally you see me I got my hazmat my hazmat suit on 
certified. Yeah. Blue check, bitch. So what's in that package? What's in the bucket? She said, shit. I'm dropping it off. <laughs> oh, my God. Shit happens. It did. <laughs> yeah, it did. Five buckets. I think that's, that was, I think that's all for my Texas, <laughs> Mississippi back and forth. I feel you. Uh, you ready for Florida, man? Yeah, I'm oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Hot pockets. Oh, the, the the sandwiches. I don't fuck with them no more. It's, they're so nasty. Hot pockets debuts cargo shorts with insulated pockets created to keep food warm. Literally, hot pockets. So many people will be running around with stinking ass shorts, dirty ass inside of their shorts. Each pair. That is so fucking trifling. Some lazy motherfucker did that. Each pair of these one of a kind hot pocket shorts features a literal hot pocket. It is an insulated cargo short pocket that keeps your hot pocket sandwiches warm and toasty. The shorts will be available online December 12th. At you know what? Let's order some. Let's heat the bitches up to however and put them in the pocket and burn ourselves so we can sue these motherfuckers and get some millions. I have to edit that out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we going to do it and they don't need to know that we pre-planned this. Yeah. Hot pocket hot shorts. Pocket shorts. Oh, it's hot you pockets hurting that's they got. They got to be. When you start going to the little creative room, code with shit like that, I feel like you hurt. I know what happened. I know what happened. I got a solution. They found. They heard Kev on stage talking about pocket sausage, and they was like, "You know what? He got an idea." And the motherfucker went and they told. And they had a meeting about it. And they was like, "Yeah, we come up with some shorts. Shorts. So insulated pockets. Cargo shorts. That's how it happened." Mm-hmm. They go like in them shorts too. They gonna save all the heat in them pockets. <laughs> you thought it was hot before. You just wasted. Fuck up. Mexican cartel hitman who was serving. 49 years in prison uh-huh. has seemingly came up missing in the prison, like released on accident. They released him? Oh, that's what it seems like. Oh, he ain't, he ain't, he's not missing on accident, man. Yeah, well, it, they did it on accident. Uh, well, can they blame him? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm just saying, like, you, you release I, me, I ain't going to be yeah. like, hey, uh, you sure? You sure? <laughs> Mexican cartel had been serving 49 years in prison. Still in a 49 year prison in Florida. It's no longer listed as in custody and they cannot find him. Damn. Edgar Valdez Villabar, aka <clears throat> La Barbie, was, the notor- was notorious for torture and, f- <clears throat> and filming it. Yeah. According 
the darker of somebody, according to the Bureau of Prisoners, he hasn't been in custody since last month. Oh, there you go. There he was a leader of the Los Negros and a lieutenant in the Saluna, Saluna, Saluna cartel. I never heard of Saluna. That's a name. Los Negros, later black. That's it. Yeah, yeah. and they, he was serving a 49 year sentence in Florida, and his release date was set for July 2056. God. And they released him on accident a month ago. That wasn't no damn accident. Somebody worked for the cartel that worked there, and they was like, you know what? It's get, time, bro. Get that man's out of there. Yeah, it's time. He sat down long enough. We got everything straight. We got yeah. the tunnels dug and everything. Get that man's out of there. Shit. That's good for them. I mean, not not good for the the, 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 the prison, but it's good for him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Go back to torturing and video and that shit. Put that shit on the black web, dark yeah. web. And Do all that. Get his good shit, shit up. That's fucked up. Yeah. yeah that's all I mean, what you, what you expect a motherfucker to really do? Like, you let me go. You th- I'm going out of here. That's what I'm saying. You, you don't let me go with no paperwork. <laughs> no, no, that's no. like, uh, that's like, remember the, the, uh, one we had on here, buddy, that they had convicted him mm-hmm. and he just never took him to jail. No, he never got in trouble. Yeah. Well, remember they, the way that they found out was they went to release him and he from wasn't a 10 year bid and he had never made it to the penitentiary. Yeah. They were supposed to pick him up. Never did. And he's been listed as a prisoner for a decade. And so when they went to release him, they figured out he wasn't in there. And he had his own business and everything. And he had did right in his life. So when he went to the court, remember the judge, uh, what did the judge just conclude? The judge. Yes, he, never, he never got in any more trouble well, in his life. Well, yeah, the, the, remember the judge dismissed it all. Yeah. Because if he didn't dismiss it, he still would have been open to having to do the remaining years of parole. Oh, okay. So he dismissed the whole shit because he had never, because he had turned his life around. He yeah. was, like you said, he was a business owner, he had a wife, he had kids, <laughs> he had never been in a, another thing of trouble ever since that incident. That's cool. That's cool than a motherfucker, man. Well, like you said, that man knew he was supposed to go do 10 years. Yeah. He was supposed to come pick him up on this day, nigga. He was in church every Sunday. He, he knew. Saying, <laughs> he knew. What he was saying was, <clears throat> I remember he got convicted. And he had put in appeals. Mm-hmm. He was out on bond during the appeals. And I don't remember the story now. He was out on bond during the appeals. And his appeal got denied. Right. And they were supposed to come pick him up because his appeal was, his appeal was denied. And they just never came and got the nigga. <laughs> but the wildest part about all that is they had that nigga listed as being in prison for a decade. They went to release this nigga and was like, hey, no one to hear about that name. Can you imagine nigga being like in that dorm and they come like Johnson back and back and nigga who? Who the fuck is Johnson? Me? Here five years, nigga. Ain't no what Johnson you as well. <laughs> Not you. Yeah. Rupert. Rupert. Ain't no Rupert ever been here, nigga. He never stepped foot in this penitentiary. That's just crazy, man. <laughs> oh man. That's uh that's it for my current, bro. Alright. I say we take a break. All right. Come on back around to the floor, man. Shout out to the good with me. Work time. Right, we back, we back, we back. Yes, sir. And it is. Florida man. Florida man. 
I got one, man. I call it Naughty Xmas. Okay. <laughs> Florida man caught having sex with dog. God damn it. Destroys a nativity scene. That was my second one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right here. Public dog fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he was he was prominent in, in, in the news on everything. Let me join in with you while you do it. All right. That's my second one. Because uh, it says, uh, Clearwater, Florida, an Orlando man went on a destruction rampage after he was caught engaged in sexual activity with a dog. <laughs> 36-year-old Chad Mason. Chad Mason. <laughs> nasty, naughty guy. Nasty, nasty, <laughs> nasty Chad. Yeah, he was caught by the resident of an apartment complex having sex with the animal <laughs> around 4:30 p.m. Civilization. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got he getting busy in the in the afternoon, <laughs> bro. I thought it was a late night shit. <laughs> it's, it's prime daytime hours. Broad daylight. <laughs> Broad. <laughs> and the nativity scene <laughs> and kids watching oh, this shit my god bro <laughs> this is, oh my this god is after being confronted Mason became combative <laughs> in Iraq <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get the release <laughs> he entered the Northwood Presbyterian Church and broke several <laughs> he broke several potted plants <laughs> He also knocked over a nativity display <laughs> before fleeing to another neighborhood. Oh my God. It says his reign of terror continued as he destroyed a mailbox and attempted to steal a car. Oh my God. <laughs> so he, they, he, was, he was arrested by officers when they arrived, taken to the Penelius uh, County Jail where he faces multiple charges including lewd of lascivious activities Two counts of exposure of sexual organs, criminal mischief to a place of worship, and sexual activity involving animals. Nasty, naughty motherfucker. They with some shit involving in front of a minor, too. They said one of the people watching was 16. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So you started having sex with the dog in front of witnesses, including adults and a juvenile who was, a, who was less than 16 years old. See, the, the article I had only had, like, a couple paragraphs, and that was it. Oh, no, I got the whole. Yeah, yeah it was what you said at the leaving church, please. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> police said Mason ran to the Northern Church where he knocked over nativity spade, broke potted plants, and tossed children's toys from the playground area. Official estimated about $400 of damage to the church. <laughs> yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. Uh. According to Mason's <clears throat> arrest affidavit, he knew the owner of the dog and was taking the golden doodle out for a walk in the apartment complex. Then he started having sex with the dog in front of witnesses, including a 16-year-old juvenile, police said. So this nigga just said, I'll walk the dog. 
You know what he said? This golden doodle was sexy as hell. That ain't what he said. What he said? Golden doodle. Can you flex something for me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. He said he's treacherous. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh Oh my God. Yeah, he was. He was so nervous. You know what? I'm just thinking about it. I seen this on the rabbit hole. Even golden doodles, right? Yeah. So, you know, they get all fluffy or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, when they take them to the groomers, some groomers are carving the rears. Mm, to look like asses. Yeah. So, that's probably what he had with him. He was walking that dog. He was getting tempted. He was the tail on that whale. This nigga just decided to rape a damn puppy. Nasty. Oh, my God. <laughs> I guess, how many Florida Man's you got? I got another one. Okay, because I just got one more. All that's, right. That was one of mine. Florida Man confesses to killing his mom because she never pushed him to be a man. Oh, man, you got to get into that one. I can't even. Matthew Sisley, 21, is accused of fatally stabbing his mother at her home and lacerating his sister's hands when she tried to intervene in the attack. Mm. Deputies caught up with Sicily and he confessed to stabbing his mother and said he would do it again. Damn. When detectives asked if Sicily thought his mother deserved to get stabbed, the statement he said, he offered a response was yes. <laughs> because she never pushed me to be a man. And I've always resented her for that. That that story sounds similar to Killer the Dog. He was born to a three-legged bitch of a mother. <laughs> I'm like, where's this nigga going? He starts smoking crack. Have, have faith. <laughs> have faith. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh man, he resented her for that. So he, he killed. He killed his mom and cut his sister's cut hands his sister up while she tried to stop him. Ah, oh, he didn't think about it. He was Edward scissor hands. Yeah. So, but guess what though? But guess what? Whatever. What's his name again? Matthew Sicily. Matthew Sicily is going to be the treasure box in prison. So he's really probably not going to be taught to be yeah. a man. <laughs> <laughs> Never going to be a man. One thing niggas love is they mama. He's going to be treasure box. Yeah. They, 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 about to, they better get the, the Kool-Aid out now. They better take that little boy to pound town. Cherry or strawberry. Yeah. You know, 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 Cheerleader shit, fuck with the Spanish dude. I don't, I don't, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Either. Hey man, that movie was good. It was a good movie, and, and I know it was a remake, man. But I watched the original, man. That one, that one, that not the Adam Sandler one was better. Yeah, I like Adam Sandler. Who was the other one? Tom Selleck. Yeah, that's okay. why he was. I think that's why he was in the new one. Wasn't he? he was. Wasn't it? 
I don't remember. I gotta watch it again. Maybe for maybe he made a cameo appearance. I think he was. Right, yeah, but no, that episode was fucking great. <laughs> well, I just got the burgers. Jerry, big, Jerry Cruz, big ass. <laughs> That's a big ass robot. Yeah. <laughs> Dang easy, man. It's cheesy. <laughs> That's what it was. What? The robots, the cop robots. Oh, the update. Okay. They're not gonna push them out. Okay. Good. They said they said they're not gonna do it because uh, motherfuckers been uh, yeah, complaining dude. about that shit. Yeah, no. <laughs> Goddamn Robocop. Oh, man, bro. We got a movie about it if you want to see the outcome. Right. <laughs> you're, you're a Robocop. He said, Can you do something for me? <laughs> that was my, that's my second food, man. All right, here's my uh, second one. I call it Uber for hit from Hell. Oh, uh, Uber ride turns into sexual assault. Uh, Fort Myers driver, 37, charged with crime. The, the Uber ride became the center of a Lee County Sheriff's Office investigation after authorities determined the driver put on a mask before assaulting the female victim just after just dropping her off. Oh, wow. So he dropped her off, turned around, and came back with the mask on. And he gets busy even earlier. Okay. At about 4 a.m. Sunday. Deputies responded to Ashlar Apartments uh, in the Fort Myers area in reference to a sexual battery. Uh, Sheriff Carmine Marceno said the victim was walking to her door when Felix Manuel Torres, 37, of Fort Myers, attacked her. Uh, Marceno said that Torres grabbed the victim from behind, threw her to the ground, covered her mouth, and overpowered her. Then sexually assaulted the woman and fled, taking her phone. After analyzing video surveillance, the investigation led detectives to tourist residents who confirmed the work to who confirmed he worked for Uber and drove the victim home that morning. Uh, he seemed like he wanted to help, Marcino said. His tune changed when he was confronted with the video surveillance. Uh, Marcino was trying to be helpful. Like he didn't do it because he put a mask on, remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, Marcino said that uh, search warrants of his residence yielded evidence confirming his involvement. It says Lyft and all other companies create their own policies and procedures. That's not law enforcement. It's not the it's not the sheriff's office. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the one thing we want is we want to make sure that our residents and people understand the risk that they are get that they get in on the vehicle. And they're not the ones in control. This is said by the uh, the sheriff here. Yeah. It says a tourist faced sexual assault sexual assault battery charges. No bond information was available. Uh, and it indicates Torres is due in court on January 9th. Yeah. That's crazy. Uber from hell. Nasty Uber nigga. I mean, uh, you know they had this shit. Hey, sometimes motherfuckers, like I said, man, every man is a sexual predator. This is a fact. It's all about how you control it. This is a fact. There's going to be some bad motherfuckers hopping in the car. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'll be like, God damn. Yeah. Trying to look back. Oh, shit. I'm going to look at my legs. But, you get, but like, I, I'll tell you, because you know, I talk about my gym show here all the time. Right. There'll be some bad motherfuckers in that gym. Yeah. And I told you, like, I, I tried really hard not to look. I play the mirrors. Cause, cause yeah, I'm that's the glance. best way. Yeah, I'm going glance, but I don't stare. There you go. And I never uh, approach any woman in the gym 
in a manner that's not gym related. Right. Like any 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 level of action I've ever acquired through the gym was usually pursued by them through like social media and shit. I see because you know, like when you're around in the same vicinity as people for so long, they pop up at people you may know. People you may know, and then a motherfucker send a request and then mm-hmm. I'll be seeing you in the gym, but like I never approach. I never. Cause they doing their thing. Yeah, even you know? if a motherfucker like is bad and they like talk to me, like we, will, I will not have a conversation that is out of place. Right. Now, now she initiate the motherfucker, and that's what <laughs> but I will. I feel you. Know, I won't be the nigga started off. I one of the places I always hate seeing <clears> is uh, like when I go to pick my son up from school back when mm-hmm. he was younger. And I used to see, you know, a couple of cats hollering at the mob and stuff. Like, man, why would you do that yeah, in front of the kids? Picking the babies up. Yeah, like, you know, this is a whole different time. This ain't time for that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, you know, to each his own. That's just not part of my fucking uh, morals yeah, and philosophy. Either. <laughs> in certain places, times and places. Hell times yeah. And fucking places. Shit, that's it for you, Florida man. That's it for me. Nah, we on the melanate then. I got a... Uh, I got one. You said you got two? I got two, but no, it's really quick. But I got two, bro. Oh, that's right. We did collide on this one, too. We huh? shared one. I, I'm giving them, I'm letting you have that one. I got a whole. Oh, okay. Because I had three. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, and that, that's, that one's all you now. And I got two. So I got two. So we found out early for you, you two. We found out early. Yeah, because we. We actually had the same thing twice. We had the same Florida man <laughs> and the same Illinois. But we didn't know about the Florida man. No, we didn't know about the fucking Florida man. But um, I hit you with my first one, man. My first one is close to me, man. You know, Bay Area. That's where I'm from. Okay. Uh, they give him two short street, man. Cool. Yeah. Is it gonna be called Tied Short or Too Short? The uh, Too Short Way. Okay. Uh, the stretch of Foothill Boulevard between 47th Avenue and High Street will be renamed Two Short Way. That's what's up. I like that. Yeah. I like that they put weight on there. Yeah. Uh, Bay Area legend. And it's about time he got his shit. And he got his street named after, uh, shit, Missy Elliott. Yeah. Yeah. Two Short Way. So that's, that's all right with me. That's what's this, up. This is my first nominated. Oh, you know this one is. Uh, this is uh, Jalen Smith. Mm-hmm. It says, Arkansas town elects youngest black mayor in the U.S. Earl. Yeah, oh, Earl, Arkansas. Arkansas. Voters, voters in the small town of Earl, Arkansas, or it could be early, but Earl, Arkansas, elected the, the country's youngest black mayor in a runoff election on Tuesday night. Um, yeah, Jalen Smith, 18, is a recent graduate of... Earl High School uh, mm. says, but come January, he will be a mayor. He will be mayor of the city of Earl, where about 2,000 people live. This is according to the election results. Smith managed <clears throat> to receive 218 votes, while his opponent, Nimi, Nimi? Nimi Matthews Sr. Won, Sr. won 139 votes. He won the landslide, didn't mm-hmm. he? It says, Smith announced his wheel on Facebook. In a Facebook post on Tuesday, which says, uh, Citizens of Earl, Arkansas, is official. I am your newly elected mayor of Earl, Arkansas. It's time to build a better chapter of Earl. I would like to thank all my supporters for stepping up and getting to the polls. I am truly grateful for you all. 
and his focus will be on improving public safety and transportation, tearing down abandoned houses, and bringing a grocery store to the city. Good. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's his name, Jalen? Jalen Smith. Shout out to that young man. Yes, sir. All right, mine goes to a 10-year-old girl who is being honored for brave, for being honored for bravery after helping her mom deliver her baby at home. Oh, wow. Yeah. A 10-year-old girl, <coughs> appropriately named Miracle, is being held as a hero after she managed to deliver her baby sister before paramedics arrived. Mm. Miracle Moore from Missouri called 911 last month to explain that her mom, Viola Fair, 30, was in labor three weeks early. She spoke to dispatch, Scott, somebody, and said, hi, I think my mom was in labor and recorded and recorded call which lasted 11 minutes. Yeah. <clears throat> An ambulance was quickly dispatched and miracle started repeating the call handler's instructions to her mom. The brave girl was confronted with her mom's her mom's screams of pain, yet she still managed to miraculously deliver her baby sister shortly after the water broke. That's a picture of the little baby holding the baby. <laughs> she's a brave little girl. Yeah, so she sat on the phone with the dispatcher and the dispatcher communicated instructions to her. That's what's up. And she rocked it out and did what she's supposed to do and, and, and made it and caught that baby. Shit. Yeah. Miracle Moore. That's shout what's up, man. You, lady. Big shout out, shit. Yeah. Shout out to you, boy, baby. He says he was 10, huh? 10 years old. That's what's up. 10 years old. Been here a decade, man. Already did more than most people running around. Oh, At least she didn't faint either. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess I have the kids, bro. I mean, seeing anyone in labor. <laughs> and I've never been in a room with a motherfucker in labor naturally. Oh. And I've heard the screams when I was medicated. I couldn't imagine what it's like. I don't know. Naturally, bro. Huh. I couldn't imagine, bro. That's got to be... <laughs> That's got to be horrible. It's got to be a different level. Shit. Yeah. Well, looks like it's time for the darkness. Time for some motherfucking fecals. Fecals? How many you got? Uh... I think only one. Alright. I'll go ahead and go first then. <coughs> I thought I had more figures than that. I only got one, bro. I got pretend baby. You don't got that, do you? No. Alright. Woman, eight months pregnant, dies after a couple cuts unborn baby from her womb. Why would people stop doing that? And then they pretend the infant is theirs. Uh... It says the uh, the baby miraculously survived, but twenty year old Rosa Esaya Castro Vasquez did not. Yeah, an eight month pregnant an eight month pregnant woman died after two attackers allegedly kidnapped her and sliced her stomach open and still her unborn child. Uh, Mexican authorities said on Monday that the gruesome attack occurred in Mexico's eastern state of. Uh, Veracruz on November 30th, on November 30th, per multiple outlets. 
though the woman identified by federal police as Rosa Isaya Castro Vasquez, 20, succumbed to her wounds. The infant was rescued safe and sound and is now receiving attention from the relevant uh, from the relevant authorities, the uh, Veracruz Attorney General's office wrote. Uh, the alleged assailants are a man and a woman currently identified by Mexican officials only as Gonzalo and Veronica N. Uh, the two stand accused of kidnapping and femicide. Uh, according to the yeah, according to the multiple local outlets, the suspects use social media messages to lure Vasquez to a pharmacy near her Veracruz home. They allegedly promised to give her some hand-me-down baby clothes. Okay. So she and they met her in a safe place. A nearby pharmacy. Uh, surveillance footage allegedly showed Vasquez meeting the suspects outside the pharmacy and being escorted into a car. The young woman's body was later found at the Los Arios Ranch, according to the Attorney General's online statement, with the unborn child cut out of her womb. It says, uh... The Attorney General says the state Attorney General's office reports the, that officials of the Ministerial Police arrested Gonzalo N. and Veronica N. as alleged predators of the kidnapping. Excuse me, perpetrators. When the uh, suspects were arrested, they had a newborn minor with them. And they say that the female suspect took the infant to a local hospital but was unable to prove the baby was hers. It is unclear... If the two alleged attackers have retained counsel who can speak on their behalf or enter the plea. Sick fucking people. That is that's sick as fuck. <clears throat> no, we we have reported on way too many of them. What cutting babies out? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or people trying to buy people kids. Yeah. Yeah. That one too. That's 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 what the problem. At least they uh coming straight forward with it on the buying shit, but they these motherfuckers murder. murder motherfuckers for their babies <clears throat> and shit. That don't make no damn sense. My um, I guess I don't. My uh, mine goes to the Alabama, the Alabama Police Department. They deserve all of it. all the feet oh, in shit. the world. They sound worse than the Baltimore Police Department. They trying to find it, but I'm not this. They arrested a 82 year old woman behind a unpaid trash bill, a seventy seven dollar unpaid trash bill. What? What did she do? How? how? <laughs> they roughed her up. They arrested her. Yeah, they roughed her up. They beat her in before they took her. Yeah. Because <laughs> she didn't go out with a fight. You know that. Martha Manfield, an 82-year-old black woman. Oh, Martha? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she, she she hit them with a paper or something. <laughs> in Valley, <laughs> Alabama, a police officer showed up to her home on Sunday and arrest her failing to pay a $77 trash bill. Damn. Mayfield told CBS that she thought the bill had already been paid, mm -hmm. but they said it hadn't. And the cuffs, she said, her eyes swelling with tears. They're so heavy. When officers told her not to cry, Medford asked him, how would you feel if they came 
how would you feel if they came and arrested your grandma? Right. Yeah. Since the arrest, Mayfield has been thinking about her role. Thinking about the role of God. And I'm like, what? Shut the fuck up. I'm questioning <laughs> This is a quote from her. I've been questioning God a little bit, she said. <laughs> I guess because I've been so upset. I had a daycare here for eight years, and I've been asking the Lord, I say, why did this happen to me? As, such, as much as I've done for the people, Lord, why? I've paid my tithes every Sunday. I've ushered at church. I was just questioning something that's just, just asking something just ain't right. Well, I mean, she could have just stopped tithing in the church and paid a trash bill. She thought she had paid it already. She thought it had oh. paid. If she didn't pay it, she did not mean to pay it. Like no, it I understand. A, I understand. Yeah. Well, that was the problem, though. She was tired of the church mm-hmm. and doing all that. So they're going to get you right now. Mm-mm. They're going to constantly you. There's a meme going around, not a meme, a video going around about the dude. Uh, and I think he's in the, in the church office with the with the pastor and a couple of other constituents. I think you sent it to me. And he uh, was, did you send it to me? Somebody sent it to me. I think. I don't know. No, yeah. you didn't send it to me, but I've seen it because I remember who sent it to me. You didn't send it to me, but okay. I've seen it. He's like, I paid my tithes. Said, well, that's not enough. And like, you, you're going to go to hell if you don't. And he was like, hold on. So how are you going to tell me it's the whole, what I need to pay from my they, they, You're not paying enough tithes. The whole video started. <laughs> have you seen the whole video? No. The whole video started because he was in there asking for change. Oh, because he put 100 in there? No, his girl put it in there. <laughs> and she wasn't supposed to put that much money in there because they had bills to pay. Right. And she put it all in there. And he went back and motherfucking told them, I need some change, bro. That was an accident. I, they didn't show that part. I seen the whole thing. I watched they the only showed the part where he got to talking about yeah, she, she was like, tithing and shit. She's like, we're paying tithes, church. He said, woman, shut up talking to me. I pay all the bills. You don't pay nothing. And you done gave these people my last little bit of money. <laughs> and the deacon was like, I don't appreciate you talking to her like that. And he said, man, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to my wife. Because yeah. he wasn't being super disrespectful. We just told her, hey, yeah. be cool. Yeah. I need some <laughs> That shit was funny, man. Cause he was right though, man. He, he said, well, "Ties the guy for what he got any money for." <laughs> the book said, "He said we don't give back change." He said, "He said you don't give back change. Y'all got plenty of money." <laughs> he said, "I give ties every week." He said, "What I'm telling you is seventy, like seventy, seventy dollars of that was supposed to go to a bill." Yeah. And she, I need that back. And then we'll start telling him he didn't pay enough tithes and he yeah. was going to hell. It's like, according to your check, he said, I never gave you no check to her. She did. <laughs> you ain't paid enough in tithes each week. Get the fuck out of here I with that. I wish the fuck I would pay for God's saving. Boy. I wish the fuck I would. That's like praying over food and then you get sick. Yeah, facts. <laughs> what the I fuck we just pray for? I wish the fuck I would pay for, pay for fucking saving. Or praying over nasty food. Yeah. That's it. Not enough prayer going to help you on that. You can't do public prayers. They're for private. Yeah, they are. Uh, I pray in private. We're going back to Florida again. We're going back to Florida? Yeah, see, a lot of of us in Florida this week. Uh, Florida sponsor. 
the sponsor of Florida's Don't Say Gay bill, was indicted on federal charges of money laundering and wire fraud related to COVID relief loans. Hell yeah. One of the chief one of the chief architects behind Florida's so-called Don't Say Gay Bill was indicted on federal charges of money laundering and fraud after prosecutors claimed that he siphoned hundreds of thousands of dollars from the small the small business administration. Uh, federal prosecutors said in the indictment noticed Wednesday that Florida State Representative Joseph Harding created dormant bit created dormant businesses and fake bank statements throughout the pandemic. Oh, he was in on it too. He raked in more than 150000 through his scheme, per the U.S. Attorney's Office, and was indicted by a grand jury on Wednesday on six counts of wire fraud, money laundering, and making false statements. In the indictment, prosecutors said that Harding used the SBA's uh, economic injury disaster loans meant for COVID-related expenses to enrich himself between December 2020 and March 2021. Harding re- Harding lied to the SBA in the process. The indictment added and could receive a maximum of 35 years in prison, uh, 35-year prison sentence for all the charges. Uh, it says a trial on the matter is scheduled to, for early January. It found guilty. Uh, he faces a, multi, a maximum possible sentence of 20 years on the wire fraud charges, 10 years on the money laundering charges, and five years in prison for allegedly making false statements. Lying sack of shit. Playing with all that relief money. Uh, him and Brett Favre should be homeboys. Shit, the, the million dollar uh, welfare recipient. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they swapped that shit right on the road. <laughs> disappeared about quickly. Nobody want to talk about old Brett and his yeah. bullshit. Well, they disappeared quickly. It didn't even. Uh, no. You know, I guess it's got to be. Uh, I'm not even going to say those words. Don't please those. Yeah, that. you know. But I guess you got to be like that to uh, say. You know what LeBron just said? What did LeBron say? Uh, when they was asking him, they was questioning something after a game. And he said, man, I find it real weird that when Kyrie was going through his thing, uh-huh. y'all couldn't do nothing but come in here and ask me about that. He said, but not one of y'all has asked me about Jerry Jones being at the such and such rally. Hmm. The segregation, da 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 da. He said, just know, man, we see y'all and we understand how y'all get down when it's them opposed to us. Yeah. And they all, everybody, they look crazy and start asking. He said, don't, don't ask the questions now. Go ahead and ask Joe who's going to ask. But everybody getting sick of this shit. He's sick. When Kyrie was going through his thing, the guy sat down and everybody in this room, Kyrie, 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 Kyrie. <laughs> he said, but ain't nobody got that a little birds chirping. Yeah, he said, but ain't nobody got a single question about Jerry Jones for me, huh? Who is Jerry Jones? <laughs> now you know I don't know these motherfuckers. Who is that? Owner of the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. A picture the surfaced of Jerry Jones uh at a Is that a clan rally or something? No, it was when they were segregating high schools. And he was one of the motherfuckers out there trying to stop black people from coming to the school. He was a kid? He's a teenager. Mark, which, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, which he's explained it, you know, and, and, and I completely get it. This is the day yeah. and age, da 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 da. That's what but he was it, taught. But it's resurfaced. And it was all in the news. But y'all have nothing to say to me about this. 
No, I mean, that's true. Yeah. I see I see what he's saying. Even if we forgive him for the shit that happened. We can't because, forget. Yeah. Can't forget. And if it's resurfaced and it's all in the news, if it's in the news all day long, y'all are reporters. Why ain't nobody in here got them to say to me about it? But but Kyrie, 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 Kyrie. Well, I mean, they are two different sports, but I understand. Yeah. I understand what he's saying. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's that's fucked up. Uh Nike and Kyrie sabotaged. I saw that. I saw that. Too. But from what I understand, they were already set to sabotage, mm-hmm. and Nike seems to be kind of like capitalizing on the situation to make it seem like it is what it is. Like they did it without his uh, involvement. But it was already like a set thing that was supposed to happen. That's how they do us, man. Yeah, crazy shit, bro. Yeah. If I like the shoes a lot, dude, I got like a couple pairs back there. They are, right, but they're not. I'm not a, like a giant fan. If I like the shoes more, I'd, I'd be running them up right now. They don't like the website half off. Damn, for real. Hey, they can keep them. Shit, yeah. fuck them shoes. Fuck Jordan shoes. Yeah, you know I don't like those. Yeah, I don't. I'm good. The stigma behind him is just fucked up. No, I don't like them. And he's a fucked up ass person. Yeah, I don't like them. Hurt people. Hurt people. Yeah. Shit. With that being said, with that being said, I don't buy no Jordans. (laughs) Neither one of them. Yeah, buy no goddamn Jordans. I might not for me though. (laughs) Not for me. I bought them, but just I've never paid full price for them. Understood. I won't pay the price for them. That's my that's my (laughs) thing. But uh, with that being said, man, I think seventy nine is down the. Yes, it is. Texas to Mississippi, motherfucker. Mississippi, motherfucker. Yeah, y'all wake up. H town to M town. That's right. M I. This is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all have a good day and all that. All that good Hit the notification bell. Leave some comments. Talk shit. Something. Troll. I'm encouraging trolls. Shit. Shit. Appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good one now. Safe, be blessed. Yes, sir. Stay warm. Peace out.